Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, welcome to Direct Line, our Direct Line listeners. It's Stephanie here, and we're, I'm with Terry again this week. I am week. back again this week. You didn't get enough last week. Now you can have me this week. That's right. This is your last chance this week. That's Greg right. is gone, and you know what they say, when the boss is away, the mice will play. That's right, and, so and I have a away. surprise for you later. It I is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I kind of have one for you, too. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Full you of know. surprises today. Yeah, Greg may not like it all, but <laughs> we've got it anyway. It's going to be a good day. It doesn't matter if Greg doesn't like it, right? That's right. He's not a listener. Oh, well, he is this week. Yeah, this week That's he's right. a listener. He's going to be right. a listener. So. That's right. Well, hey, you know what? It is Thursday, November 18th, and we are one week away from Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I, are you being facetious? Or no, do you really love I it? do. I love Thanksgiving. The turkey. It's all <laughs> about the turkey. <laughs> do you cook it? Yes, I grill the turkey. I love grilling the turkey. Is it's it in one of those things that can blow up? It gets real hot and it can blow up? No. What's that called? No, it's a, it's a fryer. I'm not You're dropping not a, a frozen turkey into hot grease. I'm what not causes doing it that. to blow up? I believe so. I don't know. I'm not crazy enough to do it. Okay, so you just do but a regular yeah, grill. Yeah, I put it on a grill, and yeah, I let it cook for hours, and it's awesome. I, I love it. That kind of surprises me. I didn't think you would be the, the turkey cooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm do all about it. you have it at your house? Uh, I cook it at my house, but we actually okay. eat at my in-law's house. Where's that? Uh, up by Hoopston and Rossville, okay. and we just we have a great time just relaxing and yes. watching football. I think football is such a good part of the day. I love it. Yeah. It's so relaxing. Yep, I that's think, right. I think the Christmas holiday, especially for ministry staff, and probably for a lot of people, is just really hectic. There's just so many things you have to do. But Thanksgiving is just, I mean, all you got to do is eat. and yeah. Put yeah, on your, your fat pants, you know? Do you wear f- fat pants? I don't have fat point <laughs> pants. I uh, I have a, a button on my pants, and I loosen that, but about that's about it. I haven't been pregnant for, like, 25 years, but I kept one pair of maternity pants just, just for, Thanksgiving. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I that's mean. That's a good idea. It can always come in handy for that yeah, meal. So. That's right. Anyway. Well, we're glad that you're joining us, and uh, we have a good show lined up for you this week. Let's, get, let's talk a little bit about the update on the Africa mission team. Yeah. Um, they're wrapping it up over there in right. Abij- uh, no, Abangaroo. They're in Abangaroo. Abidjan is the, the capital city where they're going to fly out of. But So I, I'm understanding that they did a lot of dental work. That's right. That's right. They did the Global Leadership Summit. That's, which, yeah. Th- you know, Greg posts a lot of pictures on his social media account, and it looks like it went really well. That's cool. And they did the I Choose Reverse Child Sponsorship Program. Yeah, I'm really excited about I that am part. too. Did you guys sign up for a child? We did. Okay, I did so, not. So, yeah. So I, if our listeners are wondering what that means, you know, sometimes when you do these child sponsorship programs, um, they you choose the child. That's right. Uh, you pick a child out of you know a bunch of pictures. Well, this is reverse. So we had pictures taken of people in our congregation as well as Second Baptist Church here in mm-hmm. town. There were I think seventy or seventy three uh, families that decided to take part. So they got their picture taken, and I I mean I, I saw Greg's pictures. They hung up all these pictures, and these little kids got to stand before that wall and. They got to choose what family they wanted to have as their adopted sort of family. So I'm excited to see that yeah. video when they yeah, get back. It's going to be really cool. I think so. Well, I mean, we're praying for their safety. On Wednesday, they were traveling to the capital city, and they were going to take right. 11 COVID right. tests. 
And then if they all were negative, they were yep. going to get on a plane on Friday awesome. and fly overnight and be back here on Saturday. Awesome. I'm excited about it. Excited to hear all about it. Me too. I've seen some interesting pictures of food. Yeah. I, I bet there is some awesome food over there. <laughs> like like an entire fish with really? the head still on, cooked. And, and and when I was over there five years ago, they did try to serve me that too. And uh, yeah. mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> You just said mm. no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank yep. you. So anyway, I think it'll be interesting to hear their stories and stuff. Cool. Hey, so this past weekend, um, while while Greg was gone from the main auditorium at Second, we had Drew Menser back. Yeah, it was great to have Drew back. He did a wonderful job. What did you What did you, What did you enjoy most about having him back? Uh, I loved uh, Drew's stories because mm-hmm. Drew just has a way of presenting that you feel like he's sitting at a table with you, yeah. and and it's yeah. just relaxing, it's yeah. comfortable. But man, it just comes from scripture, just like when Greg preaches. There's yeah. there's powerful scripture behind it. But uh, yeah, when you've been around a guy like Drew mm-hmm. for so long, it's just it's relaxing to hear that voice again. So. Yeah, yeah. I I told someone I said he he's become like the fabric of so many people's lives. You know, he's been here for so many funerals and weddings mm-hmm. and the, the big events in people's lives. Yeah. And when you've done that for 20, is it 22, 23 years mm-hmm. he was here? Yep. Um, you just become, you know, a part of, a part of the place. Yeah. So yeah. that was really comfortable. And yeah, um, he walked through the office this week a few times <laughs> yeah. and it, it honestly <laughs> just felt natural. I mean, you know how he always used to whistle down the hall. Yep. He knew he was coming. I heard that whistle, um, yep. you know, earlier this week and thought, well, there he is. Well, Drew is going to be on our show actually today. That's right. He's joining us in our third segment and his wife, Judy is going to join us, which yeah. is kind of fun. I, I, I asked her earlier in the day, I said, are you excited about doing radio? She said, absolutely not. <laughs> but I'll do it. So that'll be interesting to see yeah. how that goes. But I want to he- I want to hear from her too. I mean, That's she right. was so involved in the community here oh, yeah. with bowling league and tennis club and all kinds of volunteering that she did. So mm-hmm. I'm anxious to hear from both of them. And so they are going to be with us on our third segment after the um the uh, not announcements. I about said announcements. That's what we do at church on Sunday. <laughs> after the Break. Commercial break. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's called. After the commercial break, we're going to hear from Tobin Hess and Jake Weiss. Uh, Tobin is uh, just started a college-age ministry here at the church, and yeah. Jake Weiss is our junior high minister. And so we're anxious to hear from these two guys that are going to kind of share what's been going on in the past few weeks in both of those ministries. So stay with us, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. 
Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Terry Goodwin filling in for Greg Taylor along with Stephanie Spangler again. It's it's uh, just a great day, Stephanie, and I'm excited that we have Jake Weiss and Tobin Hess here in studio today. I'm excited, too. Now, I'm a little irritated that you all made fun of my big word that I used in well, the first segment. facetious is an interesting word, to say the least. You looked up the definition of yes, it. Yes, we did look up the definition of facetious. And uh, as I looked it up, it is treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor. And that and it, that describes you to a T. It kind of does. <laughs> um, I don't know about the inappropriate part because I'm a very appropriate person. Ah, uh, well, uh, there might be some, some pushback say. on that. I but, don't uh, know. Anyway. But yeah, I can resemble that remark, so that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, Jake is here, and Jake is our junior high minister here at Second Church, but uh, I would never limit it to that because Jake has covered so much ground in the time that he's been here and has accomplished so many things, and we appreciate everything about you, Jake. And Tobin Hess is here with us, too, and Tobin is overseeing a new ministry for college age. But Jake, let's start with you, because this past weekend, you uh, had a junior high retreat out of Hanging Rock, and uh, tell us about that. Tell us what you thought about the weekend, how it went, what you did, all that stuff yeah so this was our third uh fall retreat that we've done um and it's really an awesome retreat we love doing fall retreat with our middle school students it's for sixth seventh and eighth grade students and uh we uh we throw this retreat for a lot of different local churches in the area and so from second we ended up taking 111 people from from our junior high ministry here uh yeah so it's, it's awesome and then we had five other churches come join us and uh had about 155 total people out there. So where'd you go? Really, we went out to Hanging Rock Christian okay. Camp. Okay. Uh, yeah. So awesome, awesome weekend. It's a Friday night, Saturday, uh, Sunday morning type deal. And uh, our theme this year was called Modnik. And what? Uh, Modnik, basically. Mod- it's, is that, a, is that a, it's another a, word I need to look up? Probably not. No. You probably won't find that one. It's kingdom spelled <laughs> backwards. Ah, okay. Um, and so basically, the whole whole weekend, we were just talking about how God's kingdom is backwards than this world Mm -hmm. and that as followers of jesus we live in a backwards kingdom and because of that we're called to live differently in this world we we wear a different jersey uh, than the rest of the world and so our four sessions we talked about how in god's kingdom more is actually less and that Mm -hmm. in god's kingdom uh the first will be last and the last will be first and that in god's kingdom if you want to be great you have to descend into greatness by serving others and in god's kingdom everybody's welcome everybody is invited Um, into the kingdom nobody's off the invitation list all you have to do is accept the invitation and Mm -hmm. so we we wrapped up the weekend by uh really kind of challenging our students to to make a decision um, if they want to accept that invitation or not and so we we looked at the story in luke chapter 23 where jesus hanging on the cross and with him are two criminals um one on his left one on his right and one criminal basically blatantly mocks jesus from the cross and says hey if you're the messiah save yourself and the other criminal protested against him, said, hey, don't you fear God? 
even when you've been sentenced mm. to die, he says, we deserve to die mm -hmm. for our crimes. But this man, Jesus, he hasn't done anything to deserve this. Mm -hmm. And so we see two very different responses to Jesus from these criminals on the cross. One rejected Jesus and the other, in a way, kind of accepted Jesus. And so we challenged our students to, to make a decision if they want to accept that invitation um, into the kingdom. And uh, we, we had RSVP cards up front on that last Neat. day where they could go up and RSVP into the kingdom of God to, to kind of take that first step, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. cool. um, to, to follow Jesus. And, and did so, they accept, did some accept that challenge? We did. We had, I'm not sure how many students went up. A, mm -hmm. a lot of students mm -hmm. went forward and mm -hmm. filled out RSVP cards. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're kind of talking with them, trying to see what that next step may be. Maybe mm -hmm. it's just trying to hear more about Jesus for mm -hmm. the first time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, hey, I want to take that next step and get baptized and mm -hmm. surrender my life to him. So mm -hmm. um, really awesome stuff coming out of, out of their retreat. And uh, really just kind of showing our students, hey, as followers of Jesus, we live in a backwards kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we're not citizens of this world trying to make it to heaven, but we're citizens of heaven trying to make it through this world. I think that those are hard concepts for adults to grasp. How is it for junior high students? Did they kind of like, I've never heard of this before, or were they really open and receptive to it and thought, yeah, this makes sense? You know, I think uh, junior hires always ask some crazy questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, you never know what you're going to get. Right. But I think uh, we, we really just try to keep it um, simple and put it mm -hmm. on, on the bottom shelf to where mm -hmm. anybody, no matter where they're at, mm -hmm. um, they can be able to grasp it. And mm -hmm. so I've heard this quote, you know, like, what good is love if you can't reach it? And so same mm -hmm. thing's true with, mm -hmm. with Jesus and the Bible. What good is it if people can't understand it and reach it? So right. we want to keep it simple. Right. What, what kind of... Um, do you anticipate that the long-term return is going to be on this short-term investment? You spent three or four days. Now, for the adults that went, maybe it didn't feel like short-term investment. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I've heard some of them afterwards. I'm so tired. You're feeling it this uh, Thursday. But um, what are some of the, the long-term returns that you can anticipate from, from the weekend? Or do you hope to see? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's hard to know what God's going to do through it. But it's always, you know, tough to see results in the moment, I think. Yeah. You might have something to say. And they just didn't get it. Nothing happened there. But I think, you know, God's always planting seeds. The seeds are there, and it's hard to know what the long-term investment is going to be. Um, my hope, my prayer for these students is that they would be able to surrender their lives to Jesus and become mm -hmm. uh, kingdom workers who, who follow Jesus and serve Jesus and uh, live life for Jesus on a daily basis. And so yeah. that's our... That's our main hope. I think that's one of the, the keys that I see in the ministry that you do, Jake, and that your team does with junior high students is you're looking at the long haul. You're not looking at just a one-time decision or the moment you you want them to be in it for the long haul with Jesus. And that's, that's an important thing for us to think about because many of us have been at events before where they've challenged us with an emotional response right. in the moment, but then there's nothing beyond that. And I, I love that you're following up and asking questions with students, trying to figure out exactly where they are in, the, in this process and what their next step is. So thanks for doing that, and thanks to your team. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Such a big connection point. Like Tobin, you were also at the same retreat. It's such a great connection event that kids can get connected to the adults that are sponsors and, and those relationships can deepen and then you can follow up and have a little bit more credibility in their lives, maybe because you climbed a wall with them or yeah. played yeah. some game with them. And I you know, I don't know what, what you did out there, but I assume you did some fun stuff as well. That's one of the things I love about Far Retreat is we really rely heavily on our adult leaders even in right. jhm yeah. all of our adult leaders they lead a small group mm -hmm. and so same mm -hmm. thing at far retreat our adult leaders 
we challenge them to lead a small group and have those those conversations with students and uh, they do an amazing job we could not do what we do uh, without our adult leaders so nope. really really pumped and proud of all of our adult leaders and uh, God's using them and they're doing great stuff so I mean yeah, that's awesome yeah well, Tobin, why don't you talk to us a little bit? It's called CYA. Tell us what that stands for, and um, you know why did you start this? And uh, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. Uh, so CYA stands for College and Young Adults, okay. and right now it's just kind of a connecting point for people in that age group. You know, people in their twenties um, that you know they go to our large group gatherings, whether it be Man Auditorium service or Next Gen mm -hmm. service. Um, but they're wanting something that's a little bit deeper, something that's a little bit more relational based. Um, and so I, I, that's kind of why I started it really was because I was going to these large group gatherings mm -hmm. and I would see a lot of people in that age group, but we didn't really have a place to like get together and right. talk and hang out. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I saw a huge need for that. And I think our leadership agreed with me that Absolutely. we have a huge need for that. Absolutely. So, so w w when does this group meet? Where? What time? Yeah, so we meet uh, 7 p.m. on Thursday nights mm -hmm. um, in the student ministry building. Here at the church. Yep, so if you're, if you're coming around the corner, the big corner, you know, mm -hmm. you see us, the, the student ministry is on the back side of the building. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Just look for the CYA sign is what I tell people. What do you people. do there? Uh, we just, uh, it's kind of like a connect group mm -hmm. style thing. Mm -hmm. We hang out for about an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, we have snacks and oh, all the yeah. games and student ministry <laughs> are available. And mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of hang out for about an hour. And then we spend about a half an hour just kind of talking about mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, we've done a scripture based thing recently mm -hmm. where we take a scripture mm -hmm. and just kind of pick it apart. But um, we've also watched right now media videos and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yeah. there you go. Change changes very often mm -hmm. so we yeah very flexible you're, so. you're pretty when did you start this uh, we started this uh, we started this late september i think okay. so is it growing yet in numbers yeah yeah okay and is, is it growing just in numbers or is it also growing in your relationships it's, with each other it's both yeah um Talk it's about that. yeah so we started with i think it was four or five people okay and it was really small really mm -hmm. intimate and uh instantly all of those people invited somebody uh -huh. and then those people That's invited awesome. somebody yeah. but what's really great to see is the new people instantly find new people to connect with mm -hmm. and they have these new relationships oh. and um i've noticed recently like people <clears throat> sit together in service mm -hmm. and go eat lunch with each other mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. service yeah. and you know there's a lot more relationships yes. growing within our large group gatherings so that's, that's really awesome. cool to see you know i think that it appears to me, at least, that this age group can oftentimes be left out or ignored in the church. Is that a valid perception, do you think? And if so, why do you think that is? Um, I think it is a valid perception. Um, I think the problem is this is a age group where they're just out of high school and they're not quite full-blown adults yet, however you want to view that. Um, and so the services we have are very much so geared towards adults. Yes. And so when we do it in that sense, um, it leaves people feeling kind of unfed sometimes, and they feel a little left out sometimes. And, um, and that's nobody's fault. I mean, it's just how church really works, and that's why we have these smaller group gatherings so that we can, you know, focus a little bit better. Um, 
Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that you're doing that. And uh, I know it's been a need and we've tried different things over the years, mm -hmm. but uh, I definitely believe having somebody in that demographic yes. doing it as no. well is very helpful. And uh, and I just appreciate that. And, and I hope you feel supported by the church mm -hmm. here, but also in the community too, because yep. I know you've spoke with several people from outside of our church as well mm -hmm. uh, about ways this can be a ministry within our community too. Uh, is that part of your vision to, to have this be more than just second church people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my vision is to have it kind of like um, our celebrate recovery service mm -hmm. to where we have a lot of people coming from different churches mm -hmm. and it's you know it's not really second church focused it's community focused because yeah. mm -hmm. um there's not really any other churches in the community doing something for this age group which is kind of unfortunate but it gives us the opportunity to reach those people and um yeah we already have people coming from about four different churches and Good. we're not trying to steal those people no. right. we right. just want to minister to those people yep. in a way that mm -hmm. you know we can't do in large group gatherings yeah. so. for both of you i want to ask you this question why should churches invest time and why should they invest their resources into student ministries like junior high high school through college age and what happens when a church does not invest in that age group Jake, you want to go? Yeah, I'll answer that. Yeah. I would I would respond by just kind of asking another question, too, by saying, you know, what's the faith of the next generation worth? Mm -hmm. And to me, I would respond by saying it's worth everything. Um, I think as a church, we really want to invest in the next generation because they're not just the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. And uh, we want to, they are in an age where they are prone to receive the gospel, prone to accept Jesus. And so we want to reach them at this point and so that they can build up that foundation and follow Jesus uh, for the rest of their life and be able to to invest in, in the church when they're older. And, and what happens right when a church doesn't? When they say, it's not really that important, we don't think we should invest in that. Man, what I, happens, do you think, to a church like that? I think you see that happening in several churches um, around. I think when churches don't invest in the next generation, they, they die. You know, um, I think a healthy church is a church that is growing young. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we don't want to be a church that, uh, that ignores young people. We want to be a mm -hmm. church that actively seeks out young people right. um, and that's right. young families we we need that so if there's someone listening and they have a junior high or high school student tell us when our um, opportunities are for those those kids to get involved here at second yeah so we've got uh, tons of great ways to get plugged in middle school high school uh, if you're a high school student we meet sunday nights from 5 to 7 p.m so we'd love to have you come on out for that mm -hmm. middle school we meet jhm meets on wednesday nights from 6 to 7 30 p.m we also have Sunday school classes on Sunday morning here mm -hmm. at Second. Mm -hmm. So we'd love to see you guys come on out anytime. Uh, anybody's welcome. Absolutely. And Tobin, one more time. Uh, when would like a college age, you know, in the 20s, when would they come out to Second if they want to get involved in your group? Uh, CYA. Yeah, Thursdays nights at uh, 7 p.m. It's not CYA. No, it's not CYA. It's CYA. It's yeah. such a good play on the word. On the, it's such a good play so, on it. Uh, see ya. Our, <laughs> Our kind of unannounced slogan has been <laughs> see ya at CYA. So I love it. Yeah. It go. works. It works. So Tobin go. and Jake, thank you so much for all that you yes. do, for investing your time, your energy, um, probably your own money and blood, sweat and tears, I'm sure, over the weekend. <laughs> Literally, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But um, thank you for all that you do for investing in the next generation uh, mm -hmm. here in our community. We are behind you. We support you. And we love you for what you're doing. So stick with us. And you're going to hear after the break uh, from Drew. Drew Menser and his wife, Judy, as well. That's the one I'm really interested in hearing from. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. 
Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line on this Thursday, November 18th. It's Stephanie and Terry Goodwin is with us, filling in for Greg Taylor. Till next week when he comes back from Africa. That's right. He'll be That's back, right. and we're looking forward to having him back for to celebrate Thanksgiving with us. That's right. And in our first segment this morning, we kind of talked a little bit about Drew Mincer right. already because we kind of did a recap of um, this past weekend at Second, and we're yep. so glad to have in studio with us today Drew and Judy. That's what I'm really excited about, to have Judy with us. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I am, and I'm sure some of our listeners who know you, your friends uh, at the bowling alley and maybe the tennis club, uh, they'll yes. be glad to hear your voices. We well, have so. a lot of friends here. Yes, yes, you do. Well, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank Good to be here. Back. Drew, it was really good to have you back in the, I say in the pulpit, we don't really have a pulpit, we have a music stand, yeah, but that's all right. it, was, it was it was good to have you behind the music stand, and did you notice there was no gum, no chewed gum on I the music stand? I noticed that, yes, yes. This time, sometimes in the past. You stuck a piece of gum known, on, I That's know, right, I you've know. had to work around the piece of gum, yes. but tell us what you miss about Second, Drew, and and uh, and I guess even Danville, not just, just Second, but tell us what you really miss about the community, but specifically Second. Probably I could say everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the people, mm-hmm. uh, the relationships that we have with everybody here, just great, great relationships that were built through the years, wonderful, loving, caring people. I miss the work. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but I really enjoyed my work, and I miss I miss all of the goes on here at Second, all of the <laughs> planning and the working and yeah. the ministering and all of that. So that's been a real change for me. Uh, and uh, we miss the community. Uh, mm-hmm. We were very involved, knew a lot of people here. And uh, where we are now, we don't know hardly anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's been a, that's been a drastic change for us. Absolutely. But uh, we're adjusting. But, but this is a special place, and we really miss Danville. We really miss Vermillion County and uh, miss the church very much. Judy, anything in particular that you say you just miss about second 
or miss about the community? Well, we miss the worship mm-hmm. and uh, the staff, the fun that we had together, mm-hmm. and uh, just just we have had some good times, haven't we? <laughs> well, like the time you were trying to throw me over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> or I was thinking of the time that I got a gun out of your gun cabinet and pointed it at everybody, but you know. Yeah, it, it was fun. We missed the fellowship and uh, just the joy of being at church together. Mm-hmm. We just have not found that. Uh, it takes time to find are. that, doesn't it? It takes time. And as I told you earlier, it takes a long time to mm-hmm. grow old friends. So uh, that's been the hard part. So. Drew, you said that you enjoy what you're doing now. What are you doing now? Well, pretty much whatever I want to. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean it's not what Judy tells you to do? Well, I, that's that's what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want to do. And I, I, uh, I, I get to do fishing. I get to work out. Uh, I belong to a health club in Oak Ridge. That's been nice. Uh, although it's different than here. Here I knew everybody. There I don't know anybody, mm-hmm. so that's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am getting to preach once in a while, and I've started an interim ministry, just started two weeks ago. So uh, that's going to go on for a while until they find a, a, a Somebody full time, small church, country church, but uh, that's been uh, that's been a good thing. Uh, we did an eleven month interim at First Christian Church in Morristown. When we say these towns, you're talking about Tennessee. In Tennessee, Oak Ridge. Yeah. Oak Ridge is where we live. Okay. Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and uh, the interim ministry was in Morristown, okay. Tennessee, seventy five miles away from where we lived, and so we drove that every Sunday and every Wednesday mm-hmm. for eleven months, and uh, really enjoyed that. The folks there were wonderful, and they finally found a full time preacher to come in, and so. Uh, that was when I stepped aside, and uh, for a while we haven't been doing much except for attending uh, one of the churches in Knoxville, Tennessee, Woodlawn Christian Church, uh, because they have a special needs class that mm-hmm. Dee absolutely loves. That's Wonderful. awesome. And so we've been able to do that, and she gets a little upset when she has to miss her class, so uh, that's been good for us too. So I've been doing that. Uh, I've got a wood shop that I work in a little bit. Uh, Got a lake right close by. I can nice. go fish anytime I want. And so. Uh, and you have grandkids close and by. And the grandkids. Yeah, the grandkids. That's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Our son and daughter in law and two grandchildren, uh, 14 and 10, live about 25 minutes away. And uh, Judy runs a taxi service a lot. <laughs> and uh, we will keep them. They will come spend the night. Uh, Usually one night a week, one of them, and we've learned it's best not to have both of them at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's been fun too. So, and we get to, we get to go out to eat with the family, and mm-hmm. uh, we've been to a lot of football games and a lot of soccer games and a lot of school plays. So oh. that's been fun. That, that we Judy, miss that. Would you say that that's the thing that you have enjoyed the most about Tennessee is being around the grandkids oh, and their activities? Yes, yes. Uh, they're just so much fun. They're at good ages and. Uh, we, lo- we enjoy w- watching their sports and, and having them over. We've seen lots of movies we never would have watched <laughs> <laughs> if they hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug and Sarah do travel a lot, so we mm-hmm. keep them. They went to Hawaii recently. They're going to Portugal oh, wow. uh, this coming year, so we'll keep them. And uh, it's good to be able to help Sarah. Yeah. You know, Doug is involved in several businesses besides the one that he uh, owns. Mm-hmm. So Sarah's left with responsibility and of the boys a lot. So I'm glad I'm there to help her. A lot different. I mean, when you were here in Danville, you saw the grandkids, what, maybe three or four times a year, yeah. maybe? Yeah, now we see them almost three or four times yeah. a week. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a really different relationship. It is. I mean, it's a totally yeah. different relationship that you get to have with those kids. It is. It's and, great. And that's the reason we moved to Tennessee, right. to be right. near them. We, we, we would have been perfectly satisfied to stay here. 
retire here, but we wanted to, we missed so much in the mm-hmm. first several years of their life, and we want mm-hmm. to pour into their yes. life and yes. hopefully be a good influence on them for the Lord. And so that's been uh, that's been fun. That's been good. That's great. Judy, you were involved here in a tennis club, bowling. You did a lot of different things. Have you found that? Down where you are, are you able to play tennis still? Well, I mean, this woman can play tennis like nobody's business. <laughs> well, <laughs> she can run you around a tennis court. <laughs> not, not so much anymore. But yeah, I, I bet that's I d- not true. <laughs> I did find a group. Uh, they, it's a social thing, you know. Yeah. They play and then they talk and then they talk and then they play. Uh-huh. But uh, they're very nice, and I've enjoyed that. It's not quite the same as the group I had here, but then we've been together twenty-one or twenty-two years, so mm-hmm. that makes a difference. Uh, January, after we moved in November, I needed something to do, so I called the bowling alleys in the area, and one of them said, oh, we have a seniors league, 1 o'clock Friday, just show up. Uh, They always need somebody, so (laughs) I did. (laughs) I didn't really want to, but I thought, no, I'm going to try. So I ended up subbing the rest of that year and then was put on a team the next year and this year, but... I realized that what I enjoyed about the bowling was the fellowship with this women's group mm-hmm. that bowls here. And this is both men and women, and they're actually very, very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, some of these men carry a 200 average. Wow. So, uh, And you spent hours when you were here in Danville um, working in the children's ministry here. So you left a big hole oh, uh, here. But have you found a spot to do that um, well, where I, you are? I have. When we were... At Morristown, I taught the K through 5 class. There weren't a lot of children, a lot of older people, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. there were five or six or sometimes eight. So that was fun. I loved doing that. Mm -hmm. And I noticed in their last church paper they're still looking for a teacher, but it's a little little far to go. Yeah, to Morristown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So at the church we're attending, I talked to the children's minister Mm -hmm. and asked her or told her I would like to teach. Mm -hmm. And so now she, uh, I and another woman share teaching so i teach every other week so while drew's going to this new church in newport d and i'll stay at the church mm-hmm. in knoxville every other week mm-hmm. keep her partially happy <laughs> and to be able every to other teach. week happy yes right. because i do love teaching children i think so. i mean another blessing that i've seen out of your move down to tennessee has been deidre and oh, the, yes. her health um she was able to get the surgery that she needed on her leg, and that probably wasn't going to happen up here, it didn't seem like, maybe? Uh, it wasn't going to happen yeah. here. We yeah. would have been searching maybe yeah. St. Louis, maybe Chicago, uh-huh. and that would have been very difficult right. to get her there in a wheelchair and not able to walk and to find a doctor. Uh, this doctor was recommended by the doctor at the emergency room when she first fell and broke mm-hmm. her leg, mm-hmm. which, by the way, we thought was probably the worst thing in the world and actually is a blessing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now her leg is straight mm-hmm. and is wow. not putting pressure on her foot and ankle, mm-hmm. so she is pain-free. And the, the doctor was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put a lot of hardware in there. We found mm-hmm. out later he had representatives from four different companies mm-hmm. in the surgery trying to find out what would work best. He came down after it was over and said there wasn't much to work with, but mm. I made it work. And wow. 
and she it is healed and she's able to walk. Mm. Yeah, it was such yeah. a blessing to see her oh, yeah. on Sunday morning when she walked into the sanctuary, and then um, uh, earlier this week before we uh, recorded this, she was in the in the church office, and she just pops right up out of her chair now. Mm. And yeah, she's pretty proud of herself. Oh, sure. <laughs> right. you know, sure. We, we we had her wheelchair with us Sunday morning. I said, now, Dee, do you want the wheelchair? She said, no, I'm going to walk in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if our listeners don't know Deidre Mincer, they're missing out on quite a special right. person. Yeah. But um, Deidre is your daughter who has some health issues, and we're just glad that you know she got some help maybe that she would not have found up mm-hmm. here. So. And she has been very happy with this move. Good. It has been good. been good for her. She misses all of her friends sure. here. That's been hard. Sure. But she calls on the phone pretty yes. regularly. Yes. Yeah. She, she uses your telephone very, very <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, Drew, I wanted to ask you, you were in my office earlier this week, and um, I kind of asked you this ahead of time, but has your perspective changed at all about church ministry now that you're not involved in it on a day-to-day basis? I mean, is there anything that maybe you thought, wow, I wish I wouldn't have done that, or I I wish we could have done that, or, I mean, now that you're out of it, the Mm -hmm. every day, do you, do you think about church ministry different, or do you see it differently? Yes, I do, but not, not in the way you said. I I look at where we go to church, and I think, I wish they'd do it the way we did it at second. (laughs) So (laughs) that, that perspective. But the other thing that, that it's really done for me is to help me see church as a visitor, Mm. because here, I knew everything that was going on, or at least most everything that was going on, mm-hmm. was involved in everything. And we get there, and we go into church, and they get up, and they talk, for instance, about missions. Well, I don't know what missions they support. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get ready to serve the Lord's Supper, and I don't know how they do the Lord's Supper there. Every church is different. Mm-hmm. And so it's helped me, I think, to uh, be able to open my eyes to how we ought to deal as a visitor or with visitors. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that, that has, I'd like to stand up and say, wait a minute, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, you, you need to realize we don't know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. so that I think has been, that's been good for me. The other thing that's not been good is that I've become like a regular church member. I go on Sunday morning. <laughs> now, wait a minute. We have a lot of regular church know, members listening. I what know, do you mean? But, <laughs> but I go on Sunday morning and I'm not involved any other time. And mm-hmm. that's not good. We, because we live 30 minutes away because it's really another part mm-hmm. of town. We don't go to Wednesday night. We, we're not involved in a small group. And so it's not affected our faith, but it has affected our relationship with the church. Now, mm-hmm. we know people there, and we know a lot of people, but not as many as we knew here. Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. been different. Mm-hmm. How about you, Judy? I mean, now that you're not in the day-to-day, you know, the week in and week out of, of a, a schedule of a church, do you kind of view it differently or... Oh, well, at first, it was uh, like a break. Mm -hmm. It was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, as time went on, you miss being involved. You miss doing. And uh, you see, I would see kids, you know, I wonder what they're doing. What -hmm. what are they learning? Mm -hmm. What programs do they have? And, uh, you you know, you feel like you want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's not fun just going and sitting. That's what we found out. And uh, as time goes on, we're going to have to find a place to be more involved. It may not be in the church. It may be in a Christian organization Mm -hmm. because there are Mm -hmm. those around. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, it's been two years. We should have already done something, but... Well, well, it takes time to well, adjust. And there was a little bit of a shutdown, too. Well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Something a called challenge. COVID was yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Well, we're so glad to be able to spend time with you guys. It just feels like an old friend that has come back because you are, right. you are you know, an Stephanie, old friend. Stephanie, I have to interrupt for a moment because I listened very closely to Drew's sermon on Sunday. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this about Drew's sermon, but 
Uh, we're currently on a talk radio show yes, right now. We are. And on Sunday, Drew, you mentioned that you had to make the decision to not listen to talk radio. <laughs> so a certain, uh, certain political commentator you heard. Oh, so it's not talk radio that was the it issue. It was a specific political commentator. I get it. I understand now. It was so, not healthy for me to listen to. Well, obviously on direct line, we want to be a po- we want to be a positive influence in our yes. community and we want to present a, a perspective that it brings positivity to our community. So I'm thankful that you guys agreed to join us on here for this. And so. and we have listened. I've listened several times in, on, on uh, my computer. That's right. In Tennessee. So Brad I is really into like history yeah. and oh, yeah. uh you know, and I'm like, what are you talking about? So <laughs> he's a little bit different flavor than I am. So oh, me too. Yeah. But yeah. that's good. That's I appreciate good. he has a passion for yeah. um, using any platform. He uses social media a lot, um, AM radio. Um, he just is a diehard fan, I think, to use whatever platform he can. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate that about him. Yeah. So it has stretched things in a good way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a good, good. way. Yeah. Well, thank you for being supportive of a ministry that you've left. Yeah. I mean, you were here for so long. You could be critical, um, you know, of, of watching things. Now that you we have live stream, you get to see what we do. <laughs> you, could be, you could be very critical, <laughs> you but you're always things. so positive. Yeah. So well, We still love it. We love watching. We love learning about what you're doing and uh, pray for you mm-hmm. and rejoice at, at the victories that uh, we're seeing. Second Church is a very, very special place. Very unique, very yeah. special, very wonderful. Yeah. And uh, We often joke that we've had second withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes us feel yeah. sad for you, but good yeah. at the same time. So thanks for joining us. I'm going to ask you to stick around for our next segment. You might get a, a, a laugh out of the things that we're going to talk about because my history is not quite the same as Greg's history. So we'll be right back after these messages. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SIPC. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. 
You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Terry filling in for Greg Taylor again, and I'm here with Stephanie Spangler, and we've asked Drew and Judy Menser to stay on with us for this last segment. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do this without the sponsors that we have here for Direct Line. So, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about our sponsors. Yeah, we're thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Deja Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the team at Hans Tankwash, and the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home. That's awesome. We, we appreciate them so much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is just a great opportunity for us to share a few more minutes with Drew and Judy. So, yeah, I think, Judy, you have the, one of the best sense of humors of anybody I know. So I hope that you get a kick out of some of this stuff that we're going to talk I about. So I always get a kick out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is such a history buff, and so he always comes up with some things that happen in history. And so I found some as well. So November 18th, 1883, the standard time zones were formed. I didn't realize it was the railroads in U.S. and Canada that formed them. But did the time change this year affect you guys? I mean, it did a number on me. I guess I'm getting older. It was great for know. me because uh, it just meant I got up earlier, and I, I like getting up earlier. Doesn't it make morning. you feel like going to bed at 4 o'clock in the well, afternoon? Well, yes, but... Do you guys have... I mean, did you did your time change? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, but now, I understand, we live on Eastern time. Okay. We but, don't live on Central time. But you changed. But we changed. Oh, it, does, yes. it doesn't do anything to you? It never seemed to affect yeah, me, either, well, either well, fall well, back or spring forward. Well, it does affect us in one major way. Deidre has in her room 17 clocks <laughs> and yeah that's a big thing <laughs> and every room in our house has <laughs> clocks no and most of them are clocks that make sound because yeah. Deidre is visually impaired right. so she loves to hear clocks and so it is a major project oh i guess so to change all the clocks i would think so yeah I, some I of them you so. have to take the batteries out and right. start all over and reset them some you can just move it ahead but uh, yeah, that's a problem. But okay, then I that. feel bad about complaining that I so just want to go to bed. responsibility is changing the clocks. Judy and I both work. It takes, uh, it's a team effort. There you go. It's that's a team good. effort. Oh. Yeah. Well, here's another one. November 18th, 1978, in Jonestown, 918 members of the People's Temple are murdered or they committed suicide under the leadership of cult leader Jim Jones. How does one man get 918 people to follow mm. him to their death? Do you have an, any of you have an answer to that? No, I do not. How can that happen? Brainwashing. It's just evil, I guess. Bra- brainwashing. Evil. Yeah. Yeah, it, it so is sad. evil. It yeah. is evil. Were you born in 1978, Terry? I was born in 1978, okay, January so of 1978. You don't remember that. No, okay, I here's one that you will know. November 18th, 1997, the Titanic music from the motion picture was released. Can you sing a line out of that, Terry? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> My heart will go on. That one? Nope. You did it well. Do either of you know a line no, from the no, Titanic? No. Did you see the Titanic? No. No. No, you, ha- you haven't seen that movie. We're, we're not that old. Oh, you mean the movie? No. <laughs> I mean the movie. No. Have you seen the movie? No. We really? Did, we did know what it was, though. <laughs> well, I would recommend that you see the movie. It's a good movie. Well, come to Tennessee and go to Pigeon Forge, and they've actually got a Titanic. Do uh, they? There. Yeah, That's display right. I've or seen a it. park or something. Do you go to Pigeon Forge much? Nope. Do you do all no. that kind of stuff? No. 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 Do you go to Nashville downtown and all the big? No, no. We, we go to Asheville to Biltmore House a couple of times okay. a year because yeah. our son and daughter-in-law and grandsons love that. And they're gotcha. 
I figured you'd be at Dollywood all the time. We haven't been since <laughs> since before we moved here. Really? Yeah. Well, you yeah. should go back. Uh, we should. You know, our friend Tobin, who was on earlier, he, I mean, I think he's good enough musician that he could get himself some gigs down in Nashville. So oh, yeah. you might find uh, him down in Nashville right. sometimes. Right. So well, we'll come he see is you quite a talented yeah. musician. Yeah. Okay. We will, we will well, go. <laughs> I, I'm going to, you're going to have to hold me to this. It's about, I have two minutes. All but right. I got I to go on my phone here and find this um, article. You know how Greg always shares a good news segment at the mm-hmm. end? Okay, I found this article. This happened last week. Here's the the headline. Firefighters rescue naked man stuck in a theater wall. (laughs) A man who became stuck inside a theater wall in New York State was rescued Friday. He had had entered the the theater on a, let's see, a Tuesday. He came into the theater fully dressed on on Tuesday. And on Friday, members of the staff there um, heard banging in the wall, and they, they realized that someone was trapped inside the wall. Um, the police came, and they found that he was, had been hiding in a crawl space and had eventually become trapped. And the Syracuse Fire Department released um, photos showing the steps it took to get this man safely out of the wall. They drilled in, put a camera in. They found that the man was naked in the wall. <laughs> Maybe it got hot. <laughs> or maybe he crawled out of his Judy, clothes you are trying to get out. You are one of the sweetest ladies I have ever met, Judy. She always is very positive, he was hot. isn't she? He must have been hot. See, Greg comes up with these good news things. Well, I think this is really a good news thing for that guy. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I would want my name in the paper for that. Or, or a picture without clothes on it. <laughs> I just found that really funny. And I thought, Judy, you would you would appreciate it. Maybe not Drew so much, and certainly Greg not so much, but... I did appreciate it. I'm, and I'm sure the guy appreciated I, it. I love it when people do stupid things. It makes me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> oh, well, it has been a joy having you guys back with us, Thank and you. thanks oh, for putting up with our shenanigans. This. I mean, Keep it's no the... Greg Taylor, but we will have him back next week. Right. We, we pray for those 11 negative COVID tests and that the team gets back safely and that he'll be back with us on Sunday morning. Um, so, listeners, uh, you can pray for that team. Uh, if you're praying people, pray for the whole team to get back from Africa. And stay tuned with us uh, to be with us next week because Greg, I'm sure, has a great uh, cast lined up to be with us. And thanks for joining us and have a great day.